and gentlemen, oh shit, here we are, episode 72 of Intergalactic Interviews. Uh, before we get into this though, uh, of course I'm your host Jamie McDonald, but enough about that. I want to talk to you about something really cool, something really cool uh, lately I've been into and uh, we're very blessed to have sponsor this particular podcast and episode is uh, Isolation Tank Experiences and the best in town, the best in this city in Vancouver, British Columbia is Floathouse. You want to go over to floathouse.ca, you can check out all you need to know about what it is to enjoy a nice sensual float. Basically, for me, what I love about it is that uh, the tank water is super clean. It's a, it's a beautiful, like such a rejuvenating experience. You get to go in there, you get to have uh, like a like a mental cleanse, essentially. Like you, you're just floating into nothingness. Your consciousness is free to expand. It's it's a beautiful experience. If you don't get time away, I mean, this is for everyone. This is for like uh, housewives that that don't really get time away from the kids. You know, this is. Uh, this is for the, the business guy that, that works all day and, and just needs to relax at night. This is for the jock who wants to focus on the big game. It doesn't matter who you are. It really is so beneficial, and you need to check it out. And you can go to floathouse.ca. And, uh, you know, honestly, another big thing I like about it is that it, it's such a like a, a private experience because you get your own room. It completes itself with a shower for pre- and post-float. You have towels, robe, uh, everything you need. It's a, it's your own private lockable door. It's it's your personal comfortable space. It's not a social justice warrior situation. It's a safe space in a different sense. It allows you to flourish and heal and give yourself uh, the time to reflect on what you experience. So go on over to floathouse.ca. Uh, we're going to get you guys some promo codes coming up in the week. Uh, week or so. Hopefully by next episode we'll have something sorted out for you guys, get you some discounts just for listening to the show. And uh, what else? It's such, yeah, it's a knowledgeable place. I love it. Our guest uh, Shane Clark here loves it. Absolutely. And uh, without further ado, let's get into this bitch. Shane Clark, how are you doing, sir? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. I didn't even give you like that solid of an intro let me do it like this i'll do it way proper uh my guest today is uh, one of my favorite stand-ups in the city uh someone who i think has personally made tremendous leaps and uh both personal and uh, professional growth he is uh someone who I'm, I'm proud to call a friend for a long time he's an alliance affiliate and uh ladies and gentlemen one of the best guys i know friend of the show shane clark how about that was that better? That was great. Thank you. That was way better. I yeah. feel like not as uh, douchey just going into it with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sitting quietly there while I read a Of course, man. I don't want to disrupt the ad. Have you ever done a float before? I have not. I actually should have. Like, I did a show in Kelowna in, July, like, uh, in the summertime and it included a free float. And I just, I had to leave, so I didn't uh, take advantage of it. So. We won't say their name. but No, uh, well, I don't even know the name of the name of it anyway. Oh, so. Couldn't have been yeah. too memorable. Unless no. it's owned by this place. Then it was, well, yeah, I then, mean, then but I didn't out. do it, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and yeah. you missed it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, well, uh, something I would like to do, though. Yeah. It is something you want to check out? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, it's so not a odd thing anymore i mean sometimes occasionally i talk to people and they're like it's what like i was explaining to a lady today yeah. uh she had never ever even heard of this and i was like yeah yeah like you you, you basically uh you shut out all your sensories uh, just complete sensory deprivation and you you just shut everything out and you become one with yourself again essentially and I think she probably thought I was talking about masturbating or something. I was like going to say, can you masturbate in there? Like, is that frowned upon? Because it seems like a good, a good atmosphere to do it. I, I would they say the water's clean. Well, it's super clean. <laughs> um, 
personally, I have never and would never. But uh, it's more like this, okay? Let me put it. <laughs> let me put it a different perspective. What if I said, uh, "Hey, you're gonna go into the hot tub in your building or yeah. whatever, yeah, or down at the local pool? Would you masturbate there? 100. percent You would. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You're a dirty fuck. No, you no totally I wouldn't. Would. I get. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Filthy Shane Clark just jerking But in the there's corner. not a possibility that someone's <laughs> going to jump in the float tank with you. Whereas in the hot tub, there's no. always that possibility that someone else will get in. That's true. Uh, but I'm just kidding. I'm, I, I would never do that. <laughs> That'd be awful. No, no. It, first of all, it's like super clean. Yeah. That was one of the first points I made. Yeah, how clean yeah it is. I know. It's yeah. very clean. It gets filtrated like three times a float. Nice. So, uh, and it's crazy. And plus you're in there with like a, a bajillion amounts of Epsom salt. Yeah. So you're absorbing all this like magnesium, helps your REM cycle, helps you helps you sleep better. Yeah. I like it. My experience was like pretty crazy, my first one. Yeah. I was talking about it last week on the show with Alex Sparling. And uh, has he done it? He's never done it. He yeah. told me he was uh Alex Sparling told me that he was so concerned about doing it because he said when he was fourteen he tried shrooms for the first time. And that uh, when he when he was uh, doing them, he said, uh, and I'm quoting him. He said, "Yeah, I, I experienced a level of guilt that's reserved for like a 40 year old man." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Why do I have no money saved? I need to get my career on path." He's like 14. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, totally. So I, I was like, uh, I was like, you need to let go of that. If you had a float, that would never happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's, it's like super, uh, super unique in that. Um, I mean, like, well, first of all, speaking of unique, like, look where we are. This is pretty beautiful. I, yep. I, lo- I love that this new location. I love that we can see people walking by. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's a lot more open than the old location. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Like, I know they're behind you, but on video, you can just see people walking by or, or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, just outside here in the lounge, when people finish their floats, they come and hang out here. And yeah. then they're like, what the fuck is going on? There's, like, a show going on yeah. or something like yeah. that. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I like it's it's a it's a incredibly different dynamic from the uh, bank vault at Amp Records, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is super cool in its own way. I love being bunkered down. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I love uh, actually one of the most creative places I've ever been in was uh, a studio. Actually, a couple blocks from this place up on Alexander in Maine, and uh, I had a nice experience where I had three heavy heavy steel doors deadbolted between me and the general public wow so i was like yeah we're definitely like in a vault yeah Yeah. and so i i I just i don't know i love the fact that it like no distractions yeah nothing like yeah that's 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 yeah exactly and it all tends to be better for like recording and that kind of shit too because it's generally Mm -hmm. has a good acoustics when you're that low down and and that closed off and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff as well yeah have you did you ever go to any of my old studios no no there's so. uh just the label right just over yeah there. i went to the label yeah. yeah yeah um yeah they just moved out of there it was like seven years they just moved out of that location yeah it was where like are they going now um tbd oh, to be okay. determined yeah they uh they restructured their uh their setup so they no longer have uh, uh a studio to manage so they're, oh, okay. they're just office space so i think they're probably just looking for the best location right which is cool so so I'm doing a lot of work out of independence right now. Yeah. Um, still with the label, but still doing independence yeah. and stuff like that. So if anyone was fucking wondering, <laughs> that's what <laughs> But anyway, enough about this shit. Yeah. Shane Clark, uh, you have been doing a lot of traveling. You got some traveling coming up, actually. Yeah. Um, I believe you're going to San Diego. 
That's correct. Yes. Um, the old whale vagina. Yeah, the, the old whale vagina. Yeah. Um, San Diego Comedy Festival is January 26th through the 30th. Wow. Um, and I will be there starting from the 28th. Um, yeah, it's um, all the shows are at the same club. You can look it up at San Diego Comedy Fest.com mm-hmm. or San Diego Comedy Festival.com. There's going to be all kinds of headliners there. Uh, Ron Jeremy's going to be there. I don't know what he's going to be doing, <laughs> but he's going to be there. Ron Jeremy's uh, probably going to scout you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. He is, uh, he's somebody who's like had such a weird career. Very weird. Imagine yeah. being the best at what you do because people think you fit the mold the least. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's a weird thing. Ima- that, who would that be in sports? Who, who would that, what would the equivalent be of that? I don't know, man. Um, would it be racist to say P.K. Subban? I'm a Habs fan. Well, if you're talking for hockey, pro- not, not, yeah, I mean, he would be. I mean, you can, it's funny. I mean, look at for if you look in the baseball, Stroman, like he's so small, mm. nobody thought he'd be tall enough to pitch in the major leagues and all that kind of stuff. And he's, how, a, he's how tall is that guy? He's five foot eight. Five eight. He's like that's like Tom yeah Cruise. for a major league pitcher. That's I mean because that's Tom Cruise with lifts. Yeah, because taller pitchers, <laughs> taller pitchers, they have. Um, it's a more more time before the or less time from the ball to their arm to the from their arm to the, the plate because oh, of so it's extension. like scientific so, yeah so apparently they're e- it's shorter pitchers are easier to hit off of but he's un- proved him wrong he's wow. basically unhittable yeah so he's like the marty st louis yeah the exactly. theo There's, flurry yeah, yeah the theo flurry is a good one that's a good example yeah. for hockey for sure that's crazy actually yeah man well, even uh, this guy playing for the Montreal Canadiens right now named David Deharnay. Oh, yeah, Deharnay. Yeah, and yeah. he's like 5'7", five, 5'8". Yeah. Five, like, that's a, that's a short person, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, you don't think that's short until you realize that, like, the defenders he's going against are generally averaging, like, 6'3". Yeah, or Chara. Like. Or Chara, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're in the same division. They play each other a lot, right? So, yeah, yeah, man, that's a pretty weird situation. Yeah. Yeah. How tall are you? 6'2". Uh, 6'2"? Six two. Six two? Yeah. I'm about... Uh, that and a little change. Yeah, I think you're a little taller than me. Yeah, yeah. Not, not so yeah. much though. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think last time I had you on the show, you were going through this like whole transformation. You were like, "Fuck this, time to take my life seriously." Yeah, the new Shane Clark. That's right. Yeah. How, how's that going for you? It's going great, man. Yeah, it's going. Uh, I'm in a good place. Are yeah. you? Yeah. You mean this per current location? No, I mean <laughs> life-wise. This location as well, part of it. Um, but no, I'm in a good place, uh, like life-wise. I feel. Yeah, man. What yeah. What's been uh, going on there? What gave you that kind of stability? Um, I just, I think, I just like work, just working hard, keeping keeping busy. You know, um, with me, I always want to be doing something. You know what I mean? I don't want to be complacent. I don't mm-hmm. want to be not evolving. I guess in whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, it's come. A, I've come a long way since the last time I was on here, for what, sure. What prompted that then? What what brought you to that type of change? Oh, I just kind of was getting fed up with where I was. I felt like I wasn't uh, moving forward. Did you like have a too much of a routine? What was it? Same thing every day? Yeah, I don't know if it was too much of a routine. <clears throat> yeah, that part of it. Um, I think the other part is just getting too comfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? I think. Uh, I don't think people can really move forward and, and, uh, get better at whatever they want to get better at unless they take some chances. Yeah. Some significant yeah. steps forward. Well, yeah. the reason I ask is because I think from an outside perspective, watching you over the last few years, it, it almost seems like someone's like lit a fucking fuse under you or something like that. I, yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but like, uh, like you were doing time, uh, doing shows, like just getting some good, good slots, this and that, and yeah. just, just putting time in. But then, uh, 
something just happened in the last few years and all yeah. of a sudden you're you now you're like okay now you have like a, a larger picture and focus like you're doing traveling yeah uh you did san diego well you did a couple other festivals recently, yeah i did right? um in september i was in louisville kentucky for the derby city comedy festival how was that um it was fun um the crowds down there are different in the south but it's funny louisville i or, i didn't it's not kentucky as you think of it it's a really progressive part of Kentucky. Uh, like when I was there during their pride weekend, they have a pride weekend in Louisville. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Uh, it was, it's pretty much what you'd think about a pride weekend. They had a whole section uh, sealed off. Is and, it like West van? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty West van. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely the more liberal part of Kentucky for sure. Um, the crowds are good. Um, it's cool. Cause you get a lot of, uh, you, you don't have as much, I find you don't have as much diversity at shows in Vancouver. Like Vancouver is a very diverse city, but when you, go to comedy shows, it's mainly white people at the shows. <laughs> I, I don't know why it, that is, but it just, that's the way it is. But um, when I was in Kentucky, all kinds of different people at the shows, all kinds of different uh, um, comedic tastes. It was, uh, it was cool, man. You could see what works and what didn't. Um, it's cool, too, because you get to see, I mean, you know which material yours can travel when you do that, right? Like, which jokes you're doing that you can do in right. other places, right? And A then, lot of the, uh, the hipster stuff maybe it doesn't work as well. Right. I mean, I don't tend to write too many jokes that work only in Vancouver, only in Canada, because mm -hmm. I don't know why you would do that because it, it limits you. You know what I mean? I, I cut you off there. You were going to say, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it, cause I, then I was going to say, cause then I went up to Hoboken to do the, the Hoboken comedy festival in October. That's right. Up and, there. um, it was again, different, different crowd there. That's really a healthy town. It's like yoga pants and Hoboken's in Jersey, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's completely <laughs> not the same as you'd think in New Jersey. Like it's definitely, uh, a little more like New York because it's just over the bridge. That's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that, that weird how many people live in like such a small, like there's like a, what, 25, 30 minute, 45 minutes tops. Yeah, it's not far. No. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. That'd yeah. be like living to a, next to another Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. It's how crazy <laughs> in the States how that is. Well, I mean, in, in Louisville even, like I walk, there's a bridge. Yeah. Uh, you, I walked across the bridge and I was in Indiana. What? Yeah. Indiana. Because Louisville's right by the border from Connecticut, Indiana. And then if if you keep going with there, like you go about an hour, then you all you encounter are just white meth adults. <laughs> God. Uh just the worst kind of people, man. Like I uh I actually I think I know that because uh when I was in Nashville. Yeah. Uh I heard Nashville sweet. I've never been. Oh there. fuck it's such a sweet yeah, city. Yeah. Oh, you love Nashville, dude. Yeah. Fucking right. Go. Oh, you yeah. should just fucking find some some uh, gullible promoter. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, get, no, you should, uh, you should find yourself some time down there and yeah. fucking do it because it's awesome. I was sitting at a bar. Get this, okay? So I'm in this, like, uh, I don't know, resort center kind of thing. Uh, I was down there with my uh, my lady. Yeah. And uh, she had a bunch of work stuff going on. And I was just kind of fishing out some, some music stuff. And uh, this complex I was in, okay, it was so big. It was called the, it was actually called the Gaylord uh resort or something right like that. Gaylord entertainment is huge in Tennessee because the, the Nashville uh, hockey arena used to be called the Gaylord That's entertainment right. center. Yeah. Or or Gaylord, uh, they own everything. Yeah. Like that, that name is like, uh, you ever heard of like the DuPonts and yeah. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, uh, uh, Delaware. Yeah. That's exactly the same thing. It's like this old, 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 old money. I don't know if there's like as incestful yeah. allegedly, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But yeah, this giant resort I was in was so big, it had its own radio station inside it. Wow. And so I was down there kind of hanging out for a bit, and uh, they had like four or five bars, a Jack Daniels bar, everything like that. Yeah. So I, I went down to the bar in Nashville, and uh, there was like an Irish pub 
And I was like, okay, what is an Irish pub? look like in Tennessee. Right. So I went, I went and found this place and this guy was so personable and so forthcoming. I mean, I was one shot in and he was like, Oh yeah, man, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you, you, you would really enjoy a nice motorcycle ride going up North. He's like, he's like, you go a little bit ways up in Kentucky, but there's some ways you do not want to go. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. He goes, yeah, there are places you can go pull off the side of the road, not know anyone, go knock on the door, just Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm just passing through. You guys, uh, you guys got lunch going, and they'll just cook you lunch. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Like, I'm trying to think of this in my head. I'm like, that doesn't make fucking a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he goes and tells me, he's like, yeah. And then there's places you do that, and you'll come back, and your car will be stripped. Yeah, and uh, be going towards the, your local meth dealer or whatever like yeah. that. And I was like, yeah. oh fuck, that's that's psycho, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird that heroin is so prevalent here in Vancouver, but that like, I don't know. Do you think meth is as big of a problem in Vancouver? No, I don't think so. I, I think it's, I think it is a, a, an issue here for sure. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't say as big of an issue. <laughs> I would say since we started this podcast, walking by, I would. I would say we probably had at least four to maybe eight heroin users pass by, that, yeah. and that's just how. That's how prevalent it is. It's like so everywhere. There's like, it's like, oh, there's a guy on methadone. Okay, like, oh, yeah. There's a lady, uh, definitely on 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 heroin you know there's a certain shuffle of things like this guy walking by right now <laughs> sorry you just missed me with the oh. other way. anyway uh i don't know where i was going yeah so there was uh that. yeah they, they were all, lots of fun the shows were great um got to meet a lot of american comics from new york and wisconsin and all kinds of different places and uh, to make some get, do some networking make some friends yeah cool yeah uh anyone uh we'd know anyone um not in not in not at the Louisville Festival, uh, not at the Derby City. That one was more like, um, there wasn't too many big names at that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they did that on purpose like that. Like The only feature sh- featured acts and stuff were all like local Louisville comics. Um, Hoboken, there was a few few big headliners there. But I, to be honest, man, when I got to Hoboken, I was so dead tired because I've been flying around so much. I don't remember anything. Did you get the- <laughs> What do they I barely do? remember my set, man. Like, oh, really? Yeah. What did they like route you through Dallas or something? No, like no. That? I, I was. The thing is, I was in Jamaica the day before. I had to go to Toboken for the set, so I flew from Kingston, Jamaica, to Fort Lauderdale, and then up to LaGuardia Airport. Like, it, and I, I, I had to get my shuttle in Jamaica what? at like three thirty in the morning to get to the Kingston Airport because my flight was like at eight. And it's like a long ride to the airport. So I'm on a, a jet blue flight to Fort Lauderdale. 80. And by the way, Fort Lauderdale is a f- dumpster fire. I don't know how people live there. That wow. place sucks. That, so don't keep telling me more about that. Why does it suck? Why does Fort Lauderdale just, suck? It just looks, it's like the worst. It just looks like the worst. First of all, it, it's, you, you go outside and you feel like you're on fire, like immediately. It's so hot. And it's not oh. like, it's, it's not uh, the hot you can deal with. It is just disgusting hot. <laughs> And just like everybody who lives there, it looks like they're about to die, man. It's crazy. Um, so then from there, I went up to LaGuardia, New York, and then I had to catch a car right to Hoboken to go to my set. And then I ended up just chilling in a bar in Hoboken, like across the street from where the set was, because it's not there's not much to Hoboken. So probably, I was just so bagged. Probably sitting in Sinatra's chair or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so um, I don't remember. Too much. I do remember the guy that headlined the show I was on, though. He was really funny. And he was, he had a bunch of TV spots and stuff. He went way over time though. That's all I remember. What was it sucks when people do that. Cause then that's all I remember. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's no, hard no. for me to remember their set. I don't remember his name, man. I, don't. That's I, what I won't say a name, but uh, I, I remember. He's a New York guy though. It was like a lot of New York guys. A lot, a lot of imagine. Yeah. You know, since they're like, yeah, probably pick up their mail next door or some yeah, shit like yeah. that. Uh, 
I won't say the name, but uh, recently within the last year, I saw someone drop in and do some time uh, uh, here in Vancouver. Uh, pretty big name. Yeah. Pretty big name. And uh, dropped in, did some time, and they were getting the light, like, you know, 10 minutes in. The courtesy, yeah. courtesy 10 minute drop in spot, whatever, 10, 15, whatever. And uh, they're getting the light, and they went on for like. I don't know. Like no one else was really paying attention to it, but I, I was sitting there. I mean, I was front row, and I was. Yeah. I could see like he was getting like I'd turn around and see the light, and uh, it was about twenty five, maybe thirty minutes in. Like that's a that's a huge. Chunk. I mean, it's even worse when it's like you're not the headliner. Like this guy was the headliner no. of the show, so he was going over, but no one was after him. Yeah. But it's still like the audience is there, and like yeah. it's not fair to them, right? Um, but if you're on a show where there is a headliner and you drop in and you do so so much time over, well, then what happens to the headliner's time or the time of the comics after mm-hmm. you? Like it just there, there's a time constraint on the show. Yeah. You don't want the crowd to get tired in the middle of the headliner because they've been there too long. Like that's just they get laughed right? out. Yeah, isn't yeah. that weird how that happens? Yeah, they get laughed out. Like there's too much fun. Yeah, not enough shows police the time. Really though, that's the thing. I mean, comedy clubs will for sure. Big time. They definitely police the time. But um, like independent rooms, I mean, they trust people to do their time, and people should honor that trust and do their time. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like I guess the equivalent would be like. Not wiping down the treadmill or the rack after you go to the gym. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to come back here, you realize. Yeah. yeah like, don't be a dick. Like, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe take care of the people around you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking weird. How often do you get out to shows then? How often Fair bit, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you do, like, like I said earlier, you've kind of flipped a switch. Yeah, I'm out a few times a week for sure. So, I mean, when I'm not hosting trivia, like on Tuesdays, and I'll do shows. That kind of nice, stuff. Yeah. nice. Let's throw that in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You do host trivia at Malone's. Yes, on Tuesdays at eight p.m. every Malone's Tuesday. Malone's in yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. So that, uh, so that that <clears> night, <throat> I can't really be out doing spots. But sometimes I, I still do. Like, um, I'll get a friend to host for me if I need to um, do some material. Like uh, Colin and James at the Kings. They're always good. If I need to work on some stuff, they'll give me a spot there. I wonder if um, I could do that here with this show. Just be like. Yeah, I host this podcast. I often get friends just to host it. Do you still get paid? Do you get paid? If- I pay them to do You it. pay them. Well, actually, in the, I have a, a friend who, like, sometimes he'll message me and he'll be like, man, listen, I really need the money. Can you, do you think I can do it for him? I'm like, yeah, man, of course I'm going to help that guy out if he needs yeah. to eat. Because well, you- if I'm ever in that situation, he'll do the same for me, right? Well, you have a standing gig. Yeah, basically, which exactly. is nice. Like, because they just pay me once a month, and then I just, if someone does it for me, I'll just pay them and oh, that's we're nice. good to go. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Cutting deals. Yeah. I like that. That's really nice. Oh, uh, just so, you know, sometimes it's not, or, or I'll like, I'll be sick or whatever. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was quite sick. So someone did it for me. It's just, yeah. Didn't something happen recently with you hosting trivia where you had to like ask people not to come just in a weird set oh, of circumstances yeah. or something? Well, the, the, <laughs> uh, Crystal, my girlfriend, her birthday's on, was on a Tuesday. Yeah. She's, her birthday's December 29th. And that happened <laughs> to be a Tuesday when they wanted me to host trivia. And it happened to be a night I couldn't get somebody to host for me, too, because the one guy who normally does it for me had his own show that night. So, um, so I tried. Because <laughs> the thing is, I can't just cancel it beforehand or I don't get paid. But if I show up and nobody wants to play, then they still have to pay me. So I was like, so I, I tried to just tell people not to come. Yeah. Didn't really work out. I still ended up being like four or five teams, and I had to do it. But oh. she had a fun night. Anyways, we went for drinks before I hosted, and then afterwards we went for dinner. So How disappointing out. how successful you are. <laughs> I don't think they come for me. They come to play trivia. <laughs> that's fucking funny, man. Yeah. yeah that's really. I, I remember reading that, and I was like, this is weird. Is this like an anti-plug? Yeah. yeah like, I'm like, what's going on? that that's kind of funny um i i was actually thinking about uh uh one of the first times i saw you 
It was a long time ago. But, uh, mm, oh, man, I don't even know if I remember the venue. Do you remember some of your... Where, where's Kingston? The first, oh, maybe. On I, I remember doing a comp, competition there where a bunch of people showed up to see me. Did you ever... Uh, maybe it was Patrick's uh, thing he does. The, oh, the laugh... This, uh, uh, oh the, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was one of the venues was King's Head, that was Kingston. It. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. What was your very first set like? What was your first? Oh, uh, my very first set. Yeah, uh, it was awful. Awful. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I got laughs, but I I look back on it, I can't even watch it. I have it on video. You have it on video. Yeah, I can't even watch it, man. Like it's it's so painfully bad. That's funny that there's uh, a whole generation of comics coming up that have everything taped. Yeah, like everything's everything's filmed. Everything. I have most of most of my stuff on audio. I don't have a lot of video, but I have most of my stuff on audio. You, you have to record it because you, when you play it back, you can hear stuff that you, you're not paying attention to when you're on stage. Like you can really, it helps you get your comedy ears, is what people call it. Like mm -hmm. where you're actually hearing, you're not, you know, like how people will walk off stage and be like, "Oh, I killed." Well, no, you didn't, man. I heard. Yeah. You, or, or or the opposite. People be like, "Oh, fuck, I bombed." You didn't do that bad, man. You yeah. didn't do that bad. You just isn't felt it, like it. Isn't it usually the opposite? The guys that come off and they're like, I fucking ripped that shit. Those guys are the guys that are like, well, maybe they didn't do as well. Well, it's, it's, or it's, sometimes it's just like the best set you've had to that point. Oh, so I it see. feels like you killed, right? Right. But then it's like when you kill, you'll know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, that, so that like might actually be the midpoint of that whole set's progression. Yeah. But because it's the best one so far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see that. That makes yeah. sense. So like... So you, what did you like bomb right out the gate and you're like, fuck I didn't, it. It's, it. I didn't bomb to be honest. Like it was, if, when I watch it back, the audience was, was there, it was okay. Like mm -hmm. I, I, it's not like I was getting silence or no laughs. It's just that jokes weren't good. Uh, they, I wasn't, the, my presence wasn't very good. I was walking really fast across the stage. Like, you know, how Chris Rock does it when he, when he does comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I was doing. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like. That's not you now. No, that's because that's not me. That's why I was just something like I was like mimicking somebody I saw. You know what I mean? Just something I thought. I heard. Here's the thing. I heard it's better when you first start out to move around a bit because it keeps the audience following you and keeps them engaged with you. Yeah. So I took that to mean just fucking marathon across the stage back and forth rather than just move a little bit, which is what I do now. Because you're, yeah, you're pretty, I wouldn't say stationary. I move a bit. You move a bit. But I don't, yeah. It's. You're not doing splits. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it was just yeah, the jokes just weren't good. It was like you, you, when you first start, you don't really, you don't really know how to write jokes as that well yet. Did, uh, you haven't found your point of view really, so it's just. Did you have a different closer? You moved on. Oh, I definitely. I, I don't do any of those jokes I did my first yeah. anymore. What was None your? What was your? Uh... I uh, don't remember what I closed with. On oh that God. First set. <laughs> well, that's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny, man. I. You know what? Uh, um, sometimes I get asked if, uh, if I've ever wanted to jump in and do something and just do like five or yeah. something like that. And, uh, I was pretty close at one point I was like putting down ideas. I was like, Oh, this might be something I could talk about. This yeah. is, this is an easy two minute story. This is a five, three minute little piece or whatever. And then, uh, the more I kept doing the podcast, the more I just was like, uh, this scratches that itch. I don't need to yeah. get involved with that. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a lot of better people out there to do it. So I, I just like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a huge fan. I'm like a comedy nerd. I like, yeah. I like, awesome. uh, I like the process. I basically like doing everything about comedy except actually doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest with yourself, right? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. like, oh, I think it's better than the guys out there that maybe, uh, like, yeah, I'm all about it. 
Yeah. And then they're like, really? And they're like, yeah, but only like maybe once every two months or something. Yeah, like it'll be, there'll be the people yeah. Who are like, yeah, I do stand-up comedy. Yeah. Really? I never see you. Like, yeah. Or those guys that come out and they do like the competitions once a year. Oh, those. You, you uh, love those wanna, guys, don't, I don't you? Guess, I, I don't want to uh, say negative things about people, so I'm not going to say anything, but I, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll just say because I, I am a comedy nerd. Especially the say. ones that are, I mean, especially the ones that are judged by the audience because mm-hmm. all they do is bring out their friends and then do a set and then they think they did well just because their friends came out and laughed at them. I'm not saying they you didn't do well. Yeah. I'm just saying like it gives you a false, it's a false representation of how you're actually doing. It's true because, you know, if you can manage to squeak out a victory over people that act in that manner by bringing their friends out and, and the, the crowd judging ones, if you can get through that first round where maybe hopefully you have like a judged round yeah, and then you actually have comedic minds judging the, the set. Yeah. I think that's like, that's the ticket, but God fucking help you if you can do that. Yeah. You managed to do it, uh, last, uh, Yuckoff. Yeah. You? Well, I made the finals. Yeah. That's right. And then, uh, good, good. Good buddy Sparling ended up taking it. Oh, Sparling. So Sparling yeah, comes on it. the show first. I beat him in the location. semifinals, by the way. I just want to say that. Oh, you did? In the semifinal heat, we were in the same heat. I came first, he came second. But then in the finals, he had the he had the better set when it mattered. I think I I the, the set I had in the semifinals was so good that I was like, I, I don't know if the, how I'm gonna get better than this. Like it was so good. It was like one of the best sets I've had. And I was like, oh <laughs> I don't know where I, to go from I, here. I love I love the uh I love that um was it the same set essentially? Um, there's a few extra jokes because it's a longer set in the finals. Right. Yeah, I love that. It, essentially, the core material was the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, look at that. Like, he, like in the in the semifinals, you can, you come like first, Sparling third, and then Sparling Sparling edges it out and gets first for the the, the final. Yeah, I didn't even come top three in the finals. Isn't that like? Well, no, I, dude. I, Does that drive I, I crazy? I, no, I didn't deserve top three. As soon as I walked off the stage after that set, I was like, no, that's not good enough, man. It wasn't. It's very honest. Well, I'm I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna be I, like, did, I didn't catch that. Uh, <coughs> uh, I'm trying to think if I came out to the, the, the round the, robin. The people that came top three deserve to be top three for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think. Uh, yeah, I guess all this stemmed from when I was saying the first time I saw you, and I remember saying like, "Oh, that's that's pretty fucking funny." I like I like uh, the way you structure some of your thoughts because you're yeah. just like. So this is this, and this is this. And yeah. I, I love how uh, uh, there's not a lot of questions. You're more like, just like, this is a statement yeah. about how I feel. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I also like how you handle hecklers. Uh, I've only seen, I've actually only seen you do this once, but uh, there was something, someone, I don't know, someone was just talking up front, just like they usually do something fucking cunt yeah i think it was at yuck yucks that's happened i remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh yeah go ahead. You i was doing <laughs> i think i was about to do the joke i i have about um working for an airline yeah and then the the chick at the table uh, one oh, of the yeah. chicks at the table goes oh we hate you like yeah for no reason yeah <laughs> and to just to clarify this was part of a competition it was yeah so you're like you're timed and i was like oh man like i was so <laughs> mad but at the same but i looked over i looked over to the table and her yeah. friends immediately were like no like jesus becky it, shut the fuck up yeah like she immediately realized she made a mistake yeah so i'm like okay uh i'm gonna let this go <laughs> But it, uh, the rest of the set, I would, it, it uh, that was it. Like I wasn't going to have a good no, set after that. And yeah. I was so mad and I came off the stage and I was just livid, but, um, yeah. It, Cause I remember talking to you after and you were just like, yeah. of all the fucking shows. I know. Like it's, a, it's, but she didn't do it to anybody else. So that's uh, the, the thing with me is that if somebody yells something out when I'm on stage, 
I want them to know that they shouldn't have done that and mm -hmm. they shouldn't, they're not going to do it again to someone else that comes up later. You did embarrass the fuck out of her, which was nice. Yeah. Because she thought it was like, I don't know. It was like a fucking sorority wind up. Or yeah. Something like well, I was like, I, uh, first of all, I said used to, and I didn't even name the airline. So how do you know? Like, how do you even know that? No, we hate you, Shane. Yeah, yeah. We hate you. Yeah. How? Based on what? Yeah. Just, just the way you look. Yeah. Like I, well, I hate people that yell at a comedy show. It's fuck. <laughs> no substance to her hate. Just fuck you, Shane yeah. Clark. Yeah. You're like, you're like, bitch, this is a fucking competition. No, it did, this wasn't even a competition. This was a showcase she did it at. It was oh, like showcasing that's what it was. for like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For like the club. They like, was Breslin the there? club. It was Mark. That no. wasn't the Breslin showcase. It was a different one, but there was, uh, it was, uh, one of the, like, he's in charge of like Yuck Yucks on tour or something. Mark Breslin, who, uh, owns Yuck Yucks for everyone yeah. who's uh, at home. Um, fuck that means. but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a showcase. So that's what he made me even more mad. I'm like, they introduced it as a showcase. They're like, what are you fucking doing? Seriously. <laughs> Shane Clark, you should know better. That's what they wanted. Yeah. That was the next line. We hate you. You should know better. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do comedy one day. What I'll do here, I have a plan. Uh, you let me take the bullet, go first, and uh, I'll, I'll open for you, okay? And uh, I'll just go up and I'll purposefully just bomb the fuck out of it. Like some Tim Heidecker style stuff where he just like goes up is like okay, i got a joke about pepsi i mean yeah. coke i mean pepsi but like just some really horrible material and then i'll, I'll go up and i'll just be awful and then I'll, I'll totally just eviscerate someone who doesn't even heckle but i'll call a heckler out in the dark like i'll be like would you shut your fucking phone off like it just freak I'll, I'll make it very uncomfortable and then i'll be like all right anyway that's that's my time uh all right give it up for shane clark that, I don't he's, know if that would help. He's me. dangerous. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can come out and be like, hey, uh, yeah, hey, great crowd tonight. What's going on? Yeah. And they'd be like, what the fuck did we just see? But really, I was just setting you up. I was, I was helping yeah. you out. How do you feel about that? Do you think we could do that? <laughs> I think we could. I don't think it would go well, but I think we could. <laughs> I think we'd probably burn the uh, venue for life. So yeah. We'd have to just pick, 100%, yeah. pick a restaurant. That, yeah, you know, just pick somewhere we don't want to go back to. Like, just, just <laughs> like this place is awful food and shitty service. Let's do a comedy show. Like a McDonald's off Kingsway or something like that. <laughs> a comedy show at McDonald's would be the weirdest thing. <laughs> You're like, ah, welcome to the uh, play ball pit. You know, like, <laughs> we're having a good time here. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awful. Especially if I was calling out little kids. Yeah. Yeah, this plan doesn't, it, it's not going to hold water. Yeah. No, it's not, but that's all right. Yeah, it's okay. I'm okay with it. We're just talking. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I'm not committing myself to this actual, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, not to come up with some shit. Luckily, I'd be able to come up with the terrible material easily. You know? Yeah. Brand new comic. That's where it has Terrible material is easy to come up with. Pretty much. I like, uh, I'm sure people notice, you know, we have a lot of comedians on the show. Um put a lot of different entertainers on a lot of people that are just interesting to me. Um, but for yourself, do you hang with a lot of comics or do you I hang like with a few? Yeah. A couple? Um, yeah. I keep it balanced though. I mean, I have friends outside comedy and I do have comic friends I hang out with too. Mm -hmm. One of the, honestly, one of the best pieces of advice I received when I f was, when I first started comedy and, uh, a pro comic, um, said to me, uh, if you want to get, if you want to be funnier, mm -hmm. hang out with funny people. Yeah. Hang out with killers. Yeah. Just murderers. Right? And it works. If you hang out with like a lot of comics, uh, mm -hmm. uh you, it, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. Cause you, you guys, you're all constantly like making each other laugh and getting <laughs> ideas. It's, it's, uh, it's yeah, cool. man. Yeah. And then on, I guess the adverse effect of that is like, uh, 
eventually you're like a little comedied out. Yeah. You want to just, but I mean, even the friends I have outside of comedy are hilarious people. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if I really have any friends that I don't think are funny, funny Mm. people. Um, but they just, they just are people that don't want comedy doesn't interest them or they don't like they have other, other talents as well or whatever. But like when we're hanging out, they make me laugh. Have you ever met anyone that like you said they don't like some of them don't like comedy or whatever. I find that weird. Like, People that don't like comedy? Yeah. Like I met a few people that don't like it, comedy. Yeah. It's like, but it's like it's elation. It's laughter. Yeah, it's it's I know, the but ecstasy the, I kind of get where they're coming from because what it is is well, I don't get where they're I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, I don't understand why they gave up on it so fast. Because I know the reason they hate comedy. Why? What happened one time is they showed up at a place where there was an open mic. And oh, yeah. 20 <laughs> comics came up and most of them were shitty. Yeah. And they got the idea that's what comedy was. <laughs> that isn't what comedy is, but that's what the idea in their head was. And then they never gave it a second chance. That seems like a pretty plausible theory. That's exactly what I guarantee you. 80 to 90% of the people you meet that hate comedy hate it for that reason. Because it was an awful venue. Yeah. Or, or just their experience wasn't up to what they were described. Yeah, exactly. They're sold. Yeah, man, that's tough. Because then you try to convert someone into it. Yeah, but I mean, you have to like if you go to a restaurant and you get, let's say you go to a Mexican restaurant and you you get food that you don't like. Why is that going to make you stop going to every other Mexican restaurant in Vancouver because that one place didn't serve you well? Or are you going to try out a different one? Like if you if you go to an open mic and it and you don't like it and it's shit, Mm -hmm. find another show that you think will interest you and try again. You know what I mean? Like in the comedy bubble, it makes sense. That makes sense. Outside of that bubble though, it's very much like trying to convince someone to go to a, you know, like a quote unquote, like a rock show or whatever that. And you're like, no, this isn't a rock show. This is like a punk show. Right. And then they're like, no, no, no. The guitars are turned up. It's uh, you know, it's a rock show. We're going to have fun. No, it's like, it's not the same thing, but then because they, you know, got, fingered in a dark alley one yeah. night now they will never go to a rock show again or something like that yeah that's a better comparison for sure yeah <laughs> no it's not it's not, that's an awful comparison. no i mean the music i'm not talking about the fingering in the alley part i'm talking about the music the genre they make sense it does make sense no well the mexican thing i, I was just like why well, you got to pick on the mexican shankler i just picked that restaurant because there's one down the street that i walked by and it was in my head la casita have you been to that one it's a good restaurant i like it i was there for uh Jay Miz, Mizzy Miz's birthday there. Yeah. He was, uh, I think he told me at the end of it, uh, let's never celebrate a birthday again. It was weird. Wow, so <laughs> he, he didn't have a good time. No, he had a great time. I think. Oh, the, so it was so good. Yeah. That, like, you can't top yeah. this. Let's. Uh, I okay. worded that weird. Yeah. I went, well, I just, went the other, I just went the other way with it. That's all. <laughs> You're like, that was awful. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Did he get fingered in a back alley? <laughs> yeah. So he'll never go to another restaurant again. Um, yeah, so I mean. I can't understand that. You have a bad experience. I get it. Like it's, uh, not every comedy show, uh, is good. Let's just, it's not honest. No. I mean, I've only seen in my entire life, I've only witnessed maybe one and a half bad shows. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I get people come up to me all the time and they want to go see live comedy for the first time and they ask for recommendations. I'll always yeah. recommend the club. Because the, club, the, yeah. the comedy club, you won't have a bad show generally. Um, well, I mean, it, well, no, so I recommend vetted. they go on a weekend when there's a, like a headliner, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, or, um, or like see a big name act that's coming to town. Like, okay, go see Bill Burr, go see, 
uh, David Cross, go Some see Chris touring, Rock. Yeah, so yeah. you get an idea of what good comedy looks like and what it's supposed to be, and then check out these independent shows. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, if they're going Dude. for the first time, otherwise, I recommend. There's so many good. There's lots of good independent shows in Vancouver, though. Like that are weekly. That are awesome. Like I so love. Many yeah, a bunch of them. And uh, let's see here. Well, you got a new one coming up very shortly, don't you? Yeah, well, the new one I'm, I just started is monthly, but yeah, I will have a weekly. weekly. I yeah. will have a weekly soon, but the monthly one is, is uh, yeah, it's a, it's a match eatery at Starlight Casino in New West. First one's January 31st. At the Starlight Casino. Yeah. Live. And there's, yeah, and there's a free shuttle from 22nd Street Skytrain. So what? Excuse, yeah. January 31st, 8 p.m. We have three headliners. What was that Skytrain? You go to? 22nd Street. 22nd Street. You don't have to drive home drunk. Yeah, and there you, you'll know where the shuttle, because it's all these, um, like, old Asian chain smoking gamblers that are waiting for the, <laughs> that are waiting for the shuttle. So you know exactly where it stops. Um, but yeah, we're doing a format. We have three headliners. I'll do 25 minutes each and it's like a killer show. We have Dino Archie, Ivan Decker and Kevin Fox. It's uh, hold on. Killer, let's back it up. Guys. Who do you have? Let's go one by one. Dino Archie. Who's Ooh, first, uh, well, murderer. He's, he's an adopted Canadian. He's from LA, but he's adopted Canadian. So he's the second Canadian to ever win the Seattle comedy competition. He won it last year. Yeah, that's right. He, I like, um, I like, you know, big time. Yeah. He's on all, very all kinds of festivals. Very he's funny. so naturally funny. Yeah. Yeah. We have Ivan Decker. Who's done just for laughs. Ivan Decker. Uh, Winnipeg comedy festival, Halifax comedy festival, has his own comedy special. Friend of the show, previous guest on the show. One a couple of the times. best out there. Yeah. Actually, uh, honestly for me, probably one of my favorites, maybe even top two top yeah three, i agree i agree ever. he's, he's yeah, great like, man. like he's love great. him yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um i saw him do a set like the, just recently i saw him do a set in front of like six people at this place called lux lounge on uh, <laughs> that's us that's an intimate show and it was just but i dude i was laughing so yeah. hard like i was just losing it well, he puts so much work in and yeah time. you can tell that he like actually uh, is a uh, crafting the the next sequence of his life like yeah he's actually putting it in he's fucking so that's another guy so naturally yeah funny. and he's got his material is is it works anywhere because he's he's relatively clean so it's like you can book it you can book him on anything he is actually you know i never thought about yeah. this he is actually relatively yeah, he's clean. clean yeah yeah um and then we have Kevin Fox, who's also. Uh, I've never met Kevin Fox. Oh, really? I he's hear, so funny. I hear really good things. Yeah, he's all got time. he's had his own comedy special as well. He's been adjusted for laughs three times. Like, I'm going to so go ahead and uh, just continue the endorsement and, and probably suggest that he's a fucking killer. He's yeah, he a, is. I'm just going to say it, I, even though I don't know. I'm going to suggest it. Just one of the best. On you know else. what? I, I think he's one of the most unique thinkers in Vancouver comedy. His his writing is really, really, really good. Like uh, puts you on your ear kind of thing. Like yeah, that, yeah, you know, like um, yeah, basically just like he'll take a subject that everyone knows about, but he'll he'll find something about it that you never even thought of, and you're just like, oh man, that's funny. Yeah, see, that's cool. I like that kind of thinking. That's yeah. like uh, Stephen Wright kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the best, one of the most, one of the best at that. I thought was Patrice O'Neill before he died. Yeah, he Patrice was, uh, O'Neill. He was, uh, man, you know, he has that bit about uh, uh, I'm I'm horribly paraphrasing this but when he talks about uh uh oh he says uh yeah you know um uh uh, when i date a woman you know and she's always like uh well when we when are we gonna become official when are we gonna be uh you know maybe even talk marriage or something like that he's like well let me just tell you that job is not available i only have a job i have i have like a woman who can fuck me and occasionally (laughs) suck my dick i mean that, that that that's the only availability we're hiring for right now, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I was thinking about that. I was like, that's fucking funny because it is like a job interview essentially, yeah. and, and it's really, are you gonna let your employee dictate? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck, that's an awful thing to say. No, no, but, he's, uh, he's yeah. great. He was great. I loved Patrice, yeah. What was the name of that special? Um, you might, Elephant in the Room or Mr. P, probably. I think it was Elephant in the Room. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, so They're funny. both so good. Yeah. You guys can check that on YouTube for free, I believe. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you can definitely check that yeah, out. Elephant in the Room is absolutely free. Patrice O'Neill, yeah. yeah, one of the fucking best ever, yeah. man. Yeah, he died. He died pretty fucking young, yeah, man. Yeah, he had diabetes. It's complications Ooh, through that. Yeah. man. Diabetes. That's another fucking one that sneaks up on people. Yeah. Do you counter a lot of diabetes in uh, Kentucky? <laughs> uh, I encountered a lot of people that weren't weren't healthy in Kentucky. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't tell you what the whether or not they had diabetes, but they looked at risk. Yes, it's a lot of people missing one foot or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, if you go down there and how good the food is and how what a, a shot of bourbon is yeah. like a glass, ah. like one shot is not our shot, dude. Like I, I went to a bar and I ordered a shot of bourbon and a beer. Yeah, seven bucks. For both. And the shot of bourbon was easily like, it was just, it was just a glass of bourbon. That's a gross price. That's, that's disgusting that we, and then up we, here in We Vancouver, would pay seven bucks oh for my, just the beer. We'd pay $7 just to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think in Tennessee, I might be wrong about this. I, I believe though that they have like, f- uh, whatever the opposite of BC is in terms of pouring, like, like, uh, bartenders here have to measure their their pores. Yeah, legally they have Yeah, to. and yeah. I think in Tennessee, I think it's just freehand. Yeah, it was freehand in Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that much. That's were, for sure. The guys were just like turning the bottle completely uh, yeah. 90 degrees, 45, whatever. Is yeah. that the right degree? Did yeah, I say that right? Yeah, uh, 45 90? sounds right. 45 is only this much. Oh, but no, 90 though. You, you, yeah, 90, yeah, that's right. 90 is Fuck. straight down? Doing fucking geometry now? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's the food's so good there. I mean, I'd probably be uh, way less healthy than I am now if I lived in Kentucky. I would think. Well, you've actually shed quite a bit of weight. Yeah, but I'd years. put it all back on if I lived in Kentucky in a second. <laughs> it would just be too tempting, man. There's so much good food there and so much so much bourbon that I'm a big bourbon fan, right? So are you? Yeah. yeah what's your uh, favorite bourbon? Well, you can't go wrong with Jack, but yeah, um, I do like. Um, can't go wrong with Jack. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really. I don't. I don't really think go to the top shelf stuff too much, but mm-hmm. uh, I like Bullet. Um, You're not like a wild turkey guy. or something. No, no, no. That's that's <laughs> a little bit uh, Golden Wedding. Yeah, it's my I was, favorite. I was waiting. Yeah, yeah. Golden <laughs> Wedding. I was waiting for you to drop the Golden Wedding on me. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? You're like, yeah, I'm a connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell how many bottles I have? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I age Golden Wedding at my house. I buy and I just let it sit for a bit. Get a little on the patio. On it yeah, let it air. Air out. Yeah. 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 That's fucking funny. Uh, what's uh, uh, Woodford's good? You had Woodford. Woodford? No, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's so. a good. Uh, that's a good bourbon. I try like specialty jacks all over the. Oh, farm. like well, there's the gentleman Jack, and then there's like gentleman Jack a lot. I drink a lot. Uh, of Jack honey, I find too sweet. Honey Jack, no joke. When I was last in Vegas uh, last fall, yeah, uh, I was I was taking shots of Jack from a sixty. And then chasing it with the honey jack. Oh man! Uh, and and that and that was like consistently. It wasn't like, hey, yeah. remember that one time at Denny's? No, yeah, it was yeah. like, no, it was like consistently throughout the oh, the you week. You wasn't hammered. There. I was doing pretty good. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, I was. I was so drunk I could have probably ran for office. I was. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I probably could have won too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, no, it was pretty good. Uh, when was the last time you were in Vegas? You've been to Vegas, yeah? Yeah, I've been to Vegas. Uh, last time I was there though was years ago. Years I ago, haven't been in a while. Well, you travel around so much. Yeah, I try to. I try to visit new places. That's the thing, right? So, um, I've 
almost went back to Vegas many times. I was just like, ah, oh, let's oh. just go to Vegas. But then I'm like, ah, no, I'll go somewhere else. When I hear alcoholics talk about, uh, they get like fevered dreams sometimes, yeah. or they dream about just all consuming, like, like just binges. Yeah. And they're just dreaming about this, but then they wake up and they're stone cold sober and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that, that's behind me now. Yeah. I, I read about that and, uh, Sometimes, just like right now, we'll talk about Vegas, and I'll get this little fucking tingly yeah. feeling right in my arms, and I'll be like, ooh, and I, I just, I don't know. The second we land, I'm always like, okay, here we go. Yeah, it's and a this, fucking awesome place, man. And the second we take off, I'm always like, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. Can't wait, I can't wait to come back. I always yeah. think about it. Uh, I don't know. It's, for me, I think it probably boils down to the fact that you can just walk the strip. Yeah. And uh, have liquor. Did you know that that... Well, it's going to be the same thing in New Orleans if you walk down Bourbon Street. Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. Now, is that all of Louisiana? Because... I I'm, don't know. I've, I've only been to New Orleans. I recently learned... Who was telling me this? Uh, New Orleans friend, is fucking great. Yeah, New Orleans is pretty fucking nice. Yeah. I, I had a friend tell me that uh, the uh, open liquor policy of just walking around the famous rule uh, of Las Vegas only applies to the old and new strips doesn't apply to like suburbia because that probably that makes sense i've never gone out to the suburban areas yeah. but that makes sense because i had a friend go to uh what i think is like uh, like nascar or whatever the equivalent yeah. is yeah and uh no they have a nascar race there i think yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like a speedway right yeah um he apparently was just having a few drinks outside of the speedway and someone came up and was like you shouldn't be doing that oh shouldn't wow. be. and he's like it's fucking vegas and he's just like not here it ain't <laughs> How come everybody in every city with you has a southern accent? Like Vegas is in Nevada, isn't there? Isn't there? A, I think there's a David Cross bit about that. Oh, really? Is yeah, he's like, uh, well, fuck you. I'm from Bowman, Montana. No, fuck you. I'm from Juneau, Alaska. No, fuck, fuck you. I'm from Big Island, Hawaii. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's like I think he was saying like there's the prolific southern accent that just seems to be everywhere. I don't know what that comes from. It probably has to stem from education, doesn't it? Yeah, or there's just people from the south that are relocating a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like the Juneau, Alaska thing. I don't even think that's much of a stretch. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty. Accurate. I don't know, man. I've been in Juneau, Alaska, and I've never heard anybody speak. Have you, have you been to Juneau? Dude, I used to live like 50 miles from the Alaska border. Where I'm from, Prince Rupert, it's right near Alaska. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're, you're a PR dude. Yeah. I forgot. That's how you... I've been uh, to Juneau, Ketchikan, Stewart. That's right. Uh, Hyder, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm starting to put the puzzle of how we know each other together a little bit more. Yeah. So you were, you grew up with uh, Zenny. Yeah. And uh, Burgo. Yeah. And uh, did you guys ever live together? Uh, I lived with Burgo for a bit down here. Not, down here. Not up there. Dave, uh, Burgo lived with Zenny up there. Burgo from uh, Learning Experience and uh, Van City Direwolves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's who we're referring to. Yeah, because I know they lived together for a while. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're all from that area, Prince Rupert. That's a fucking hard place to to cut your teeth. Uh, it's it's. I'm not a fan of it to be honest. I go back to because my mom still lives up there, but I, I don't like the place at all. What is it you don't like about it? I'm not a small town guy, man. I've no? never been. Ever since <laughs> I was a kid, I wanted to be a big. I wanted to be living in the city, man. Ever like I like action. I do. I do. I like. Do you like anonymity? I, yeah, that too. I do like anonymity uh, to an extent, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really just, I'm just not a small town guy. Like when I go back to preserve, man, everything's closed at 5 PM. Like literally yeah. I walk around the town. I was like, what the fuck? I can't do anything. Seven like, Eleven is the only thing open, like yeah, and bars. That's true. But you go to a bar in Rupert, you're going to get in a fight. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it probably has a lot of 
parallels and similarities to Kenora, where I yeah, grew which up. is where you're from, yeah, yeah. Like, Kenora's a little bit bigger, I think, though. Uh, is it though? Prince like, Rupert only had seventeen thousand people when I lived there. Kenora was only sixteen when I lived. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, pretty, pretty much the same. Similar, yeah. yeah. Now Rupert's only got like thirteen thousand or something. Yeah. We're surrounded by five reservations, so there's like just yeah, just, we have a few around Rupert too, but they're all out in the water. Oh, the, like, the islands. Yeah, like Bella Bella, Bella Coola. Bella Coola. Um, Metlakatla. Those are all out. Kitkatla. Yeah. Uh, King Colith. You have to get take a ferry to get to like all of those. That Those are interesting names. The, all the ones around uh, Kenora were like uh, like Shoal Lake. Actually, there was two Shoal Lakes. It was like numbers. Like wow. Shoal Lake 39, Shoal Lake 40. People <laughs> would always be like, ooh, you don't want to go to Shoal Lake 40. That, <laughs> that's a rough neighborhood. Uh, there'd be like White Dog and... Uh, uh, tons of uh, dolls, yeah. dolls uh, reservation. Um, yeah, the thing is, the like Kenora was just surrounded by all these reservations. So there's like all this underbelly of like just seething racism. It felt like all the yeah. time, all the time. Was it like that in Prince Rupert? Yeah, it's just it's crazy. It's like spoken about, but then not spoken about. Yeah. But then like totally recognized in like ceremonies and things like that. But yeah. then, but then absolutely back to square one, as soon as like all the chairs are folded and put away, yeah. like there's no, uh, no progress really. Like it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, like I'll, I don't know. I heard some fucking awful shit last year. Apparently this guy had a, or maybe it was a woman. I'm sorry. There was a person, a person. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure she, she was a uh, Aboriginal, Aboriginal. Yeah. And, uh, so she's this native lady and, and, uh, or, or guy, whatever. I can't remember, but they were like fucking dragged by this car by accident. All How the do way. you accidentally drag people by a car? Uh, some of the details I'm not sure of, but yeah. like they had to like tape off half the fucking town. Cause it was like all the way out to the highway. Like it was yeah. a crazy amount. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it drew a lot of criticism from both sides, like a lot of people that were like, "Oh my god, this is awful." Of, of course, yeah. But then a lot of people that were like, you know, bringing up other issues that had nothing to do with it that right. were racially connected, and it just—it's like, holy shit, dude! Yeah. Like, fuck. And then here in this Vancouver bubble, and it's like just coming down here. I heard five to six different languages just getting, yeah, here, just which, walking here, which is fantastic. It's <laughs> one of the things amazing. I love about Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, and. And I got to say, when I first moved here, I was definitely more closed-minded to that. I'd be like, ah, just speak English. You know? <laughs> and now it's more. Now I'm more like, fuck, I only speak English. Yeah. I'm, I'm shitty. I'm the one who needs to. <laughs> well, improve. I think uh, I think that was the one, one of the things, I, the reasons I, I never really liked it. Because I never I never uh, bought into that whole thing with the, the races and that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, my mom is an immigrant herself. Like, she moved here from Italy when she was 10 years old. So you're second-gen Canadian? Is that how that works? Uh, yeah, because my dad was born here. Your dad was born here. Yeah, um, but you're like, Italian. How, 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 yeah, how, I'm like, half Italian, man. Full, my mom's full-blooded Italian, and that like, explain your arms. I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> she. I, I like. I just couldn't. I mean, she. She and she was the, like my parental figure. So she's not. She's never been that kind of person where she views people by the color of their skin or any of that stuff. She's also a teacher. She taught all those kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, having that kind of an influence, I kind of. I'm thankful for that because I was able to see past what all these people were getting, getting uh, all up in arms about whatever. Actually, funny thing is when I was, when I was younger kid in in Prince Rupert, most of my friends were native. I had very few white friends when I was, when I was younger, when I started to get older, like high school, that kind of thing. Then I started to, uh, 
um, make friends with all, a bunch of different people. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, so that's kind of why I was like, Rupert had too much negative. It had a lot of negative energy I found. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to be around that. I, I just wanted out as soon as I got turned 18, I was just like, I'm gone. I don't want to be here anymore. It's, it's the kind of place for me, at least Kenora is like this too now for me, but it's, I bet you it's for, for me, at least tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, you can book a week away to go and catch up there and after day two you're like mm, i'm good yeah yeah it's I, the way it is yeah. the preserver too i mean like I, I i love seeing my mom uh I'll, yeah i love family so obviously. basically what i do for like the whole time in rupert i just sit sit around and hang out with my mom that's it i don't go out and do anything like i'll go maybe for i'll go for a walk late at night when nobody's out that's it. You're not heading to the the harbor front, the no, boardwalk. I, I I go I'll go down there with her. With uh, she walks a dog down there sometimes, but no, I don't. You don't there's nothing for me there, man. You don't go check out Husky the Muskie in Kenora. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> you like that? That's like this giant fish they have in the harbor. Oh, really? I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like this iconic. No, I haven't. It's giant, man. It's probably like two stories, maybe oh, three really? stories high. It's giant fucking fish. That's funny. Fucking, uh, I don't know what's going on. Hold on here. Uh, I'm not, I, I can't see you cause I don't have a co-host today. What do you, what do you see on that screen? What time uh, do we got here? Do we got enough time to keep going here? What um, time? I don't know where that would be. Oh, we're at 58 minutes. We're good. I think. Well, tell me, uh, tell me what you got coming up. What's going on? Let's, let's plug San Diego again. Let okay. Me so, so yep. San Diego, um, it's 26 to the 31st is the festival. I'm there from the 28th on, um, all the shows are at the same place. If you want San Diego comedy festival.com, it's the comedy palace is the name of the comedy club in San Diego. Um, I got lots of LA friends who can come down and see and stuff. There's going to be all kinds of, uh, awesome headliners and all yeah, kinds of dude. cool shows. There's, there's a blue show. If you like stuff, that's really, really raunchy. There's a clean show. If you don't like that stuff. And then there's everything in between. There's even an all Spanish show. If you're, in, if you're interested in that because they're so close to the Mexico border. So there's, if there's something for everybody at that festival. So definitely uh, come check it out if you're around. I would love to go to that Espanol show just to like. I'm going to go watch it just to see yeah. it. Cause just because the energy. You can just yeah. Like, I bet I, you it's fucking. I bet you it's amazing. I bet That's, you it's wild as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so I get back the 31st, 6.52 p.m. My flight lands and I'm heading straight to uh, Match Eatery at Starlight Casino for our 8 p.m. show. Jesus. Sunday, January 31st. Uh, it's almost sold out, but you can hit me up for tickets. Uh, Live. <laughs> Shane Clark on Facebook. You can just message me. I'm also at the Shane Clark on Twitter. Um, at the Shane Clark on Twitter. Yeah. You don't believe in Instagram. I don't believe in Instagram. Because you don't like photos. I'm starting to warm up to photos. because I, I, like, <laughs> I don't like being in photos, no. I like taking photos. Well, not, I don't even like taking photos. I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. That's why I don't have an Instagram account. I don't take a lot of photos, but I really hate being in photos. But I noticed I was at my uncle's, my uncle passed away in December and I went to his uh, celebration of life. Yeah. And uh, they had a nice slideshow of his life from like young to when he died. And I was looking at this and I was like, I got to get in more photos because when I die, there's going to be no trace of my existence because I'm never <laughs> in any photos. Like it's just going to be baby photos of me and then like dead. That's yeah. it. Like there's nothing else. So I kind of got to start just getting wow. in more photos. So. Do we like lose a box of files or something? Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, like, <laughs> it's like, how old is he when he died? I only see him as an infant. That coffin looks big. Um, but yeah, so, but I just, yeah, I probably won't be on Instagram anytime soon, but um, I, 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 yeah, I'm just not big on taking photos. I have a super nice camera. Like it's a thousand dollar, like SLR sweet high end camera, yeah. but I still 
I don't use it that much. You should fix that. I encourage you to take more photos of yourself. You're, you're a sharp looking fella. Or just take photos wouldn't. in general. Just like, take yeah. photos in general. Get them up Capture there. Capture moments, right? But people can follow you at the Shane Clark. On Twitter. On Twitter. And, I'm uh, just Shane Clark on Facebook. Shane Clark, you are a funny fucking guy. You're always welcome on this show. Thanks, uh, I would even welcome you to come re-record a show one day if you want. Anytime you want. <laughs> All right, man. Want. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, you, of course, uh, my name is Jamie. Some people call me MD. Uh, you can find me uh, online. Pretty much every goddamn social media location that you can find me at, at MD underscore Boomsday. And uh, make sure you subscribe and share this uh, episode and other episodes. We have tons of content online at intergalacticinterviews.com. That's intergalacticinterviews.com. God damn, this was episode 72. Are you happy with it? I'm ecstatic. I'm fucking happy to get this shit up so people can see. Uh, you're always fucking welcome back on the show. Um, I'll come back anytime. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Clark. See you guys next week. Ooh, special guest next week. See you guys next week.